it's the end of 2022. I can't possibly muster any excitement over this passing of time. I can make sense out of a lot of holidays, but really everyone celebrating like the ticking of a clock is just insane to me. I can't find it in me to make New Year's special. But hey, if you enjoy New Year's, please, I hope you do so responsibly. Uh, have a lot of fun this New Year's. Wanted to take a quick look back at this year and what we've done on the show. Of course, we launched this year. That was lovely, and I really appreciate the support. The show keeps growing, and thank you for your hand in that. A lot of great episodes, a lot of great guests. I'm appreciative of everyone for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, if you haven't listened, of course, go back through the catalog, the library, and, and, and make sure you're, you're all caught up on the shows and the episodes. It's a lot of fun. Um, and please tell me which ones you like. Don't let me know over social. DM me at First Ballot Pod on Twitter, at First Ballot HOF on Instagram, um, at Gotham underscore coach on, on Twitter as well. Again, not using Twitter as much lately, but um, always good to hear from everyone, and I really appreciate you doing so. A lot of great episodes this year. I, you know, I get asked a lot about which Hall of Fame induction I question the most. The two I get the most heat about is Bobby Valentine's mustache and Joaquin Noah's steel and dunk. I am going to leave both in the hall, but I do reserve the right to yank one of these in the future someday. Um, you know, I, 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 I make decisions in the moment as I get excited and, and I'm not always going to be right. I happen to have been right on all of the episodes we've recorded so far this year, but I, I do want to leave the door open that I could make a change. On the Joakim Noah Steel and Dunk, I do get rightfully attacked because people know that I just like it more because Noah dunked on Paul Pierce of the Celtics. But if you think about it this way, Paul Pierce did once have to leave a game unexpectedly uh, during the finals, and then he told everybody that he moved his bowel inside of his pants as he was playing. Like he was playing and then could not stop himself from pooping inside his own pants and underpants. And then I guess he played with it for a while and then had to go back and get rid of it. Uh, and then he came back out and he acted like he was injured, but I guess he was just pooping. I mean, that's what he told people. You, I mean, that's, you know, take that for what you will. I think it's outrageous. I think it's truly and sincerely outrageous. And so Noah boofing on him, I think does add some um, credence to that moment uh, and does, uh, does uh, help its case in, in getting the first battle hall of fame. I, I will say that both with Bobby Valentine's mustache and Joe King, Noah steel and dunk Bobby Valentine's mustache was with Sean O'Connor, Noah steel and dunk Trey Kirby, both of them, monster performances on the show and what i do think is fun is the idea that a guest can come on and perform so well and put on such a show that it does sway my opinion i think that's lovely and i'm not going to back away from that i'm not going to hide from that that's possible you can swing it by coming on and being great that's a challenge i'm putting out to all future guests you can nail this and get this moment in with a stellar performance my thanks to both sean and trey um, you guys did it. You did it. And, you know, it is what it is. The 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 one induction I do. Well, there's two. The two uh, inductions that I said sincerely thought about flip flopping during this episode. The Miami University turnover chain. Um, I had a uh, conversation with front office sports CEO Adam White about the Notre Dame Miami game in 2017. He, he's a he's a proud Miami Hurricane alum. 
They won the game in a huge blowout fashion. It was sort of a game where I think the turnover chain sort of, you know, really gained national prominence. It wasn't the first game of the, the first um, uh, appearance of the turnover chain, but I do think it was probably sort of the first big game against a national opponent and on national television. And uh, I, I put it in the hall. I think it's outrageous. It's full of attitude. It's very funny. Um, and there's something about it being from, from Miami, the, from the U, the smoke and the jerseys and the attitudes and the Michael Irvin and the Warren Saps and the Ed Reeds and the, all the dudes that played there. There's just something about putting a giant U, golden U with jewels all over it, over a college kid's, you know, jersey who just made interception. It's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I really appreciate it. What I don't like is how it's all of the things that it's spawned, all of the, the, the copycats. And they're all corny. Uniformly, they're all corny. The, the ones that give me the biggest issue are any of those things for professional teams. So the Sacramento Kings are doing like a defensive player of the game chain. I, th- 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 that is deeply, deeply embarrassing. I'm against I don't know what light the bean means either. Uh, admittedly, this season I've been sort of in and out of watching the game because the Lakers have, you know, stunk and been injured. Uh, so I haven't been paying as much attention. I, know what, I don't know what light the bean means. I guess people are into it. I don't know. I'm very, very against the DPOI uh, chain that they that they have professional adult men wearing. If you're a kid and you're all caught up in a college game and all of your college buddies are in the stands and everybody's drinking and having fun and cheering and yelling nasty things from the stands and you want to put a chain over and celebrate and hop on the bench and all that stuff, you fine. Your kids have a blast. Cut loose. When you're an adult in a professional Get that corny stuff off. I cannot believe they get Harrison Barnes uh, uh, posing with that thing for Instagram. I mean, good God almighty. Just saying those things out loud. You're a professional. You people are professionals. Knock that off. So I don't like what it spawned. Again, I'm keeping the turnover chain in, but I don't like what that spawned. The other one, the DK Metcalf chase down. I really think I did that with Mike Camerlingo. I really feel like I got swayed by the modern internet. That that moment became such a huge thing on the internet, and there were so many funny memes. I think ultimately that pushed it in, and it is a f- absolute freak show of athleticism. But I, I've seen others like it. I saw some some clip on social the other day of some high school kid breaking out, and then some kid just absolutely hunting him down. I mean, they're all amazing, but it, you know, it did make me wonder how how special is DK's. That's something. To, that's one to watch. That's one to watch. Keep your eyes on that as the as the uh, episodes progress here. Maybe I yank that someday. We'll, we'll see. Having Gerald Henderson tell the story of Kobe and the hooping off by a quarter inch was a thrill. Jesse Thorne, who I love, coming on to talk about Ricky Henderson, who I love, is very Neil. That's like a very Neil episode. I really appreciate that. Nick Bernstein came on to pitch Rich Strike, the racehorse. Josiah Johnson and I chatted about Draymond's They Don't Love You Like That. I love any time I can tell how much a sports moment matters to the guests. And that brings me to today's interview. On episode 23, which was released September 22nd of this year, 2022, so 9-22-22, David the mighty expired pineapples, now godfather of ball of his life, came on to chat about Vince Carter's dunk of death jumping over a seven-foot Frenchman in the Olympics, boofing it. We got to our You Mad credential. Rob, play my camera on clip here. Thank you very much. And I asked David, is there anyone mad about this moment? And David did the homework. 
I do have a candidate for someone who was mad. Please. Um, if you look at all of the angles, there's one of them where you could see the people that's behind the basket, and there's three women, and the one in the middle is the only fan that's not going crazy. The two people next to her, one stands up, one oh. is going crazy and looks at her. Everybody else has their hand on their mouth or they're so- doing something. This this girl's a mannequin. She she has just no <laughs> emo- She just looks and she looks like she just doesn't want to be there. Uh, I, have to, I have to watch this right now because yeah. I've never seen this. And this is the type of thing that I do. I scour the audience for these places and I've not seen this. Hold on. <laughs> you'll, you'll know when you get to is it. Is she blonde? Yes. Yes. The blonde white girl. <laughs> she refuses. <laughs> what a great spot. She refuses to celebrate or enjoy that in the least. You, that woman is so angry. What a fantastic spot. Imagine watching Vince Carter leap over a seven foot dude and just absolutely jackhammer a dunk and be able, and to see all of that and to not react at all at all. It's honestly impressive if you watch it. I can't believe someone could be in that in that space imbued with that energy and excitement and not react at all. That woman is a stone cold killer. And I really appreciate it. Of course, we clipped it, we put it on the internet. And within minutes, we started getting feedback, which is amazing. We started getting feedback from the internet. The woman was identified as French basketball legend Yannick Souvre. Fucking nailed that pronunciation. Our own French Julie at Park Road 8 on Twitter helped us contact Yannick to see if she'd be on the show. And she agreed. So to recap, David Estramskis comes on to talk about Vince yamming it so goddamn hard. He spots a woman who hates Vince Carter and his antics. We post it online because it's super funny. French fans spot and identify the woman. French Julie acts as a conduit. French basketball legend agrees to do the first ballot podcast. That's amazing. I couldn't be more excited. I had a blast talking to her. She explains how in the hell she kept a straight face during that explosion of basketball. Here's my interview with a legend. With a legend. Legend Francais, I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Yannick Souvre, I'm so sorry if I butchered that. Here's my interview. Will you please introduce yourself and tell us why you're here? Okay, sure. So my name is Yannick Souvre. I'm a former basketball player. I was the, the lucky captain of the women's basketball national team of France, playing in the Olympic in Sydney in 2000, which is 22 years ago. Seems yesterday. Um, obviously, I played a lot of basketball, first division in France. I uh, also want to say that I was a, a member of the team of Fresno State University in California for one year, uh, which I really enjoyed, obviously. And uh, I'm a big fan of the United States of America. And why I'm here today, uh, which is for me really funny, is because 22 years ago, I was really, uh, really close to a big action who's always on the net and everybody can talk about it every single year is because it was a game of the Olympic game um, between uh, USA France and Vince Carter, uh, amazing basketball player, jumped above uh, one of the tallest players we ever had in France, which is Fred Weiss, who I know really well because I also played with his sister. And I know Fred is now um, a commentator for basketball on TV. 
and really a big fan of women's basketball, which I obviously appreciate, and uh, he's a nice guy also. And I'm here today to explain why I'm making such a face, not because I'm a mannequin, not because I'm married to Fred Weiss or any other guy. Um, by the way, I'm married to a rugby guy. Um, but also why I would tell you uh, uh, honestly why uh, I made this, uh, this face, which is different, uh, I guess, from the other people around me, which, I, <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know that I was the only one reacting like this. And not because I'm blonde, because I'm maybe blonde, <laughs> but I think I have a brain. Hopefully I do have a brain. Oh, absolutely you do. Thank you so much for being on the show. Let me try this. M M oh, my God, this is going to be brutal. Merci d'être venu sur la chasseur. Sur la what? chasseur, what's that? I don't. <laughs> so, on the show, sur le show, sur le show. Oh, that's really sweet. I was Who trying to say, I, yeah, I was. What What do you think I said? <laughs> that's uh, the the. Sh I don't know. I never heard about that last word. <laughs> but, um, I try. I was trying to say thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. Okay, but you did really well except the last word. So you can oh, okay. use, you know, we, in the French language, we have a lot of American words, so it doesn't matter. Shows, okay. we do use it. Okay, okay, sorry. I butchered that. That was terrible. I'm sorry to everyone that speaks French and certainly everyone that lives in France for how awful that was. Uh, no, so we had an episode of our show devoted to this amazing moment, episode 123, Vince Carter's Dunk of Death. And on every episode, we go through our different categories to remember and celebrate that moment. One of those categories being you mad. I believe sports moments are simply better when someone is mad about it. Our guest for that episode, David Estramskis, spotted one woman in the background of Vince Carter's dunk who did not react to what could be the greatest dunk of all time. There was no reaction. And you, Yannick Souvre, are that woman. Is that true or false? It's completely true. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ball's Life and David Estramskis for posting that clip on the of the pod on Twitter. And my thanks to multiple people for who identified our, air quote, mad fan as Ms. Souvre. And thanks again for being on the show. To start, please tell me what you remember about that dunk from Vince Carter. I do remember every single second of it. Um, first of all, let's make it clear. Um, this is probably of, and I, I was really lucky because if you can see where I'm sitting, I'm right, right behind the basket, yeah. but I'm like on the second second range. So overly super close to the action. On yes. the right side also of the action, not on the opposite side. So I can see it cl really clearly. And, and it's an amazing action. Physically, it's yeah. oh, completely amazing. Amazing. No doubt about it. Yes. Okay. Now saying this, why am I reacting like this? Because afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, I do not like the reaction of Vince Carter. Got it. That is uh, not respectful because yes. um, I'm obviously not as high as uh, Fred Weiss. I was a playmaker. I was a point guard. And mm. uh, believe me. If I was on the court, it's because I had a lot of, um, how do you say it in English, temper, mm -hmm, character, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. um, and if I was Fred Weiss, the guy would not jump to, uh, above me. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look clearly, he bent his head. Yes, he, he Kind did. of, you know, he kind of right. really get, you know, may, maybe he's afraid of, because obviously nobody can imagine that it's going to happen. Neither right. him. Yes. And he's bending because maybe he doesn't want to hurt him. 
Yes. Why, uh, you know, you could have stand up and, and pull your head and make sure the guy falls down. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, because of this, that first of all, that would have been, uh, you know, respectful towards the guy. Not that he would have said, oh, thank you very much. You didn't, you, you bend your head, I could go over you. But right. just at least to not humiliate uh, Fred Weiss. I don't think this is the right way. You know, for me, uh, I remember 92, you were not born, but I was born. When the, the dream team came on, yes. you know, and, and I mean, they were so much above. They were just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But the attitude of the guy, the, the, the respect, the, they were so classy. Yes. Everybody was yes. like loving them because yes. they were giving this, this uh, respectful attitude to, to the rest of the world. Mm. There, it made me, you know, it made me thought about this American sprinter that you have sometimes. We know at the end of the race, they just exaggerate and, and yeah. I don't like it. I think yeah. people, when they are winning, they sh- they need to remember how to be classy. You don't need to be arrogant. You don't. And this 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 is one of the react one of the reasons why I react this way. The second reason is because obviously I'm a French national team player, right. and I know how tough this this is this moment is for Fred Weiss. I don't think obviously that it's gonna go. You know, in buckle for years and years right, and right, years, right. and that's why years ago I'm talking to you about it. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I cannot show any emotion because it needs to. At least if it turns around, because they we 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 knew each other, you know. And mm-hmm. if he turns around, he's not going to see me go, ah, wow, wow, yeah, you know, like yeah, everybody yeah, else. And yeah. I'm like, no. And and obviously, and I don't want to give this. No, but not not that Vince Carter knows. Obviously, who am I? But. To give him the credit to say, oh, yeah, I'm a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Because what you did is amazing. <laughs> but but I have no respect because this is not the way you should react. Yeah. You know? I I can I want to tell you, I can it's all it's written all over your face how competitive you are, how competitive <laughs> yeah. you were back then, and how much you thought about this. And I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> your point of view, and I appreciate how dedicated you were to the national teams to Fred and to the game of basketball and how you believe it should be played. I really appreciate that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Now, like I said, I mean, you know, the superiority of, uh, of these guys, but I want to remind you that, okay, that game was easy for the, for USA. Right. But in the final, hey, right. but, yeah. hey, it was tough for them. <laughs> it was tough. And then it. It, it was really tough, really tough. And, you know, I'm going to give you a, a small joke about it. Um, but when, when the, the French national team, the men's uh, national team went to the final, I was overly very happy for us, you know, for yes. them, for us, mm-hmm. but I was a bit of jealous. I was pissed off. I was pissed off for one reason, because we practice stream, the women's team, we practice mm. three months in condition, which obviously were not as good as the men's team. Right. You know, we were right. in a small hotel. They were in big hotel. They practice only one month and a half with their family because, you know, it's too much for the right. guys. Right. I mean, we worked hard like hell. I, and I, believe I, me, the coach we had at the time, you know, it was like sometimes three practice a day and uh, it was tough. But we did it. We did yeah. it because we wanted to succeed. We lost uh, with the women's team. We lost in the corner final against Korea. Mm. Never played Korea before in my life. My God, these little girls running everywhere, shooting from far away. <laughs> we never played them and we lost. We lost. And okay, we finished fifth, best uh, best um, country in Europe, blah, 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 blah. And then I saw the guys and I'm like, oh, you barely practice. No, it's not true. But you practice <laughs> in better condition and you in the final. But 
obviously as a French person and uh, a bit patriotic, obviously, not that right. I think we're the best in the world, but okay, at least I'm cheering for France, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, uh, um, in the final, we were overly proud. You, you, you cannot imagine how it is when you play the best country of basketball, where basketball was born, where the, I mean, I lived there for one year. You, you sweat basketball in your country, you know, maybe, maybe it would be good that next show Vince come on, on the show to explain why he did react. <laughs> maybe he's going to say, you know, I never thought I, may, I'm, I was able to do this. Yeah. Maybe he never did, did it ever in his life, never even in practice. Maybe he doesn't even know that he can jump so high. I've seen him in an interview say, his reaction was tied to the fact that he thought he jumped too far away from the basket. He thought he wasn't going to get to the basket. So when he dunked it, his reaction was, oh, my God, I made it. He claims he had no idea that he jumped over Fred Weiss. Did uh, yes? you know? Did you it. realize that he jumped over Fred? Oh, wow. But it, because, I mean... <laughs> Nobody can believe it still nowadays. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I it's mean, absurd to watch. Look, look, it's it's unbelievable when you know the height of uh, of Fred Weiss. Yes. I don't know in feet, but it, the guy is just huge. Huge. He's huge. Okay, he's bending. And like I said, he's bending because he doesn't want to hurt the guy. Because obviously we know that if he pulls his head, right. we know where it's going to hurt Vince right. Cantor. And for yeah. sure he's going to fall back and he's going to cry. That's for sure. <laughs> but okay, it's, I, I feel notice. like it's we watch it at home or we watch it in clips now. And you go, oh, my God, he jumped over him. But it's hard to understand the scale because it's seven yeah. foot two inches. Yeah. He's against. The, he, there's other basketball players on the court, so it doesn't. Yeah. The seven two isn't that impressive. But I feel like if any human being saw for advice in person and saw how yeah. tall he was, it would be even more incredible. And that's what for I sure. just feel like we can't for understand. Sure. But I, I know because Fred Weiss just wrote a book yes. of his life, really good, um, really interesting, and not easy life. And he's talking about that part. Mm. And I think he mentioned, if I do recall it well. Um, that he talked, he saw Vince Carter uh, afterwards, not 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 there, not in Sydney, I think, but years later, and and obviously he's got a good relationship with him, and I don't know what they say to each other, but the point is uh, um, that at least now it's good because now Vince Carter is back in my <laughs> back in 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 my dreams and everything. But um, <laughs> at the time, that's my reaction. My first reaction was like this. How did you, did you know, did like, as you're watching the play, did you know that he actually jumped over him? Did you realize that in the moment? Yeah. Then how, hold on, then how were you able to restrain yourself? How were you able because to find the strength? Because that's my job to restrain myself. That's my job. I need to control myself. I'm a point guard. I need to think. Yeah, so I, I need to be cold-blooded. What a great answer. I need it's... to be cold-blooded. I need to think fast. <laughs> So I need to think at the moment that, I, first of all, I'm overly pissed because of the reaction. No, first I'm like, wow, then no, and then right. no. And this, in half of a second, that's it. That's the only reason. Had you ever seen anyone jump over another person of no. any size to dunk a ball? No, it's just amazing. Yeah, it, it is amazing. But I was under control. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing your 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 restraint and the reason you were restrained is amazing uh uh as a french basketball legend yourself <laughs> french 
correct me if I'm wrong, French Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Good for you. Did yeah. you did you get a chance to talk to Fred at any point after that game? I would never ever talk to him about it. <laughs> because everybody else everybody else is right. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know he can't stand it. He's so tired of it. You know, he's like, come on, move on, people, talk about something else. So I would You're not tell him that I, you know, I, I see him quite often. He, like I said, he's gonna he's gonna commentate our games, basketball game, women's basketball game uh, this coming season. But I would not talk to him about it. So it it is safe to say though, we call the the category that we have on the show is you mad. Rob, play my camera on clip here. You wait, mad, you mad. Okay, perfect. Uh, is it safe to say that you were mad in that moment? I was everything. I was amazed. I was mad. Uh, I was under control. I was. <laughs> I told you I was everything. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I said it. This is probably the 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 most amazing basketball action I've yeah. ever seen live. Amazing. Sitting on a chair, so it makes the 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 height even bigger. Obviously, you don't have the replay. Obviously, so you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know, no, seriously, you like. Okay, well, well, you know, like this, but then like, wow, what is it doing? No, no, don't do this. Don't do this. This is irrespectful. No, no, no. Just don't show anything to Fred. You know, okay. So, I love mad it. is one of the the the, the feeling, but uh, it's not the, the 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 complete package, if I may say. Yes. If you were playing in that game, and Vince Carter tried to dunk that ball and jump he over would not you, he would not dunk above <laughs> me. What would you do? I was tough. When I was a player, I was tough. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, but like I said, I don't think. I think if you ask Fred nowadays, maybe the guy is gonna say, "Yeah, next time, if that happened, I, I don't bet." Obviously, nobody has any idea how you will react because, okay, it happened once, and maybe you think you would react like this, but it's so, um, so, coming from another world right. that you you cannot be prepared. Yes. But. Yes. But I don't think I would bend. <laughs> and I think I would maybe, maybe, you know, maybe pray. Uh, okay. That's the thing is, when, he's a tall player. So when they, you know, the inside players, they're not so used to, you know, having to, high. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're a small player, you, 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 right. you try so you're to, to, to stop doing that on as much as possible. Right, right. So maybe I would do that. Or maybe if he was in bad mood, I would punch him back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if if I if I built you a time machine and granted you the power to change the Vince Carter dunk of death and only that play, would you go back in time and change that play? No, I would not change that play. I would I would erase the attitude right after. Got it. Perfect. Great answer. And and I want to say, in fairness to Vince, that Kevin Garnett was there as well and was sort yeah. of barking at him and celebrating. It's got to be hard not to celebrate when Kevin Garnett is screaming in your face. I just want to say that out loud. Sure. Uh <laughs> and I heard this guy, I heard this guy by Fred saying Vince Carter is a nice guy. Oh, there you go. No, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote it in his book. Vince oh, okay, Carter is a nice guy. No, no deal. But at the time, yeah. I, I didn't know all this, obviously. <laughs> I didn't know all this. Can we talk about your career for a minute? Sure. Is there a, a player? Is there a player in the NBA that the listeners uh, here in the states? Is there a player in the NBA uh, who had a game similar to yours? Can I say the one I wish? Yes, please. Yes, of course, please. 
my my cup of tea is John Stockton. Oh, I love okay. it. No, and don't get me wrong, not because he's white, because right. he's much he, he was much quicker than me anyway. But because the guy was a brain. Yes, very much so. And uh, you know, he knew the game so well. He knew how to play, to use the you know the the, the capacity, the what Carmelon was able to do, give the, yes. him the ball in the perfect position and all this. And I really like that. And um one other guy which I thought uh, in a different way, but um, is Isaiah Thomas. It was oh, a, I love the Isaiah. First, I grew up the watching first Isaiah. The jersey I had. <laughs> oh, is that true? Oh my yeah. God, what a great answer. Yeah. yeah, I grew up on those Bad Boys Pistons teams. Um, those are my one of my favorite teams to watch ever. And Isaiah is just a remarkable basketball player. To me, the best basketball player um, at six feet, the best short basketball player I've ever seen. Just amazing. Um, you were a member of the 2001 French FIBA European Women's yep. Basketball Championship team. Yep. What was it like to get that gold medal draped around your neck as you were representing your home country? You know, it's the first time ever. First of all, we played uh, Sydney was the first time a French women's basketball team qualified for the Olympics. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I know for an American, it seems like, no, is it possible? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of this. You know, I've been raised with the Olympics. My parents were uh, basketball player, athletes. My mom was a sport teacher. I, I watched the Olympics since I'm a kid, you know, mm -hmm. the opening and blah, blah, blah. Um, so when I got able to go to the Olympics, which was a dream that I never had because you have to remember, you have to know, not remember, you don't know that, but you have to, to know that in France, like I said, women's basketball was behind. Right. So we didn't dream about this. Right. Um, so anyway, when I was there and I was able to, to do this opening ceremony, it was just uh, one of the best dreams of my life. Who did you play in that gold medal game? We played Russia. Russia. Okay, funny, how, funny, and how, funny how did you How did you play? Okay, funny story, just quickly. Uh, when I played, uh, you play with the national team also in Europe when uh, on the in the young level, okay. Mm -hmm. So when I was the first time I played for the national team was when I was what we call cadet, which is under fifteen years old. Okay. I played Russia in the European Championship. We lost by fifty-one points. Oh, 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 I was a point guard, couldn't go across the middle line. So oh, believe no. me, yeah, believe me, in two thousand and one. In 2001, when we win Russia, it was like, yeah. I had to feel great. And, <laughs> and how we did, uh, the way we beat Russia was thanks to our coach. The coach that I had with my club in Bourges. Okay, nobody knows where is Bourges in France, but okay, it's the right place to get good wine. Okay? <laughs> next, to, next to the Loire Castle, it's, it's a beautiful place. So people should go there to drink wine and see the castle. And also the women's basketball. But anyway, <laughs> we had this coach, which was the coach of the Russian national team and came and, and was my coach for many years in Bush. Got it. And he, he taught her one thing, which you American people have in general and which we don't have. This is not the mentality of European people. He gave us self-confidence. Mm. Okay, first of all, work hard. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. That's right, a start. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he told us, but, you know, when I was, he, he barely spoke French, huh? Barely spoke French. I obviously didn't speak Russian and he doesn't speak a word of English. So he was, you know, showing me, telling me. And, and he was like, <laughs> I remember the first time I played, I played, we, we played a team in Spain and it was the Russian point guard on the other team. And she was 
because in Barcelona, they were Olympic champion. Mm. Okay, Russia. And it was her, the point guard. And I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, <laughs> you know, like this. He, was, he couldn't tell me, oh, she's nothing. Right. But he was like acting like it was nothing. Right, right. And you know what? I try to believe him. And, and <laughs> you know, it gives you, give you self-confidence. And that's something, yeah. after we worked really hard, that's something that we, we missed. And in, in the final in 2001 in Le Mans, when we won against Russia, he was the coach of the Russian team. Oh, he was. He was. Oh, my gosh. And we won because he teach us, right. and me especially, everything. Right. Oh, everything. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Was that, was that gold medal, was you winning that gold in the European Championship, was that the best moment of your career? It was one. It was one. It was, probably, it, it was the best title ever with the national team. Like I told you, for, for me, on, on top of everything is the Olympic, the Olympic Games, because... It's it's more global, yeah, yeah. but uh, like uh, we, I'm, I'm three times um, uh, European champion champion with my club with Bourges. Mm. You know, like the NBA title. If I may compare the NBA title, <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, when the, right. the, when the, the guys play with their franchise and then they go with the national team. Well, I I do play with my club and then I go and play with the national team. And with my club in Bourges, we we won three times, which is pretty incredible. And and the people always ask me, oh, which title is the best? What, what what's what's your, what's the best souvenir, the best memory you have? You know, it's the time that you share with the people, mm. the time you share with the people, what you what mm. you carry on in in the rest of your life. Now, you talk about the medal. Yeah, the medal is fun. It's great. You're the best. It, it's a lovely feeling, but it's also what you share, and that that's also a team sport. You know, you share with a lot of people. Then you have the public. You know, when you're in the city, the, the yeah. city where I lived, it was orange everywhere. You know, everybody's <laughs> cheering. You, you carry on people. You, you give a lot of good moments for people. Yes. Sometimes, you know, not in, in easy life and stuff like that. So that's what, that, that's what I'm, I'm the most proud of, you know, and right. to be part of this. Not to be the answer. one of it, to be part of this. What that's something answer. you share. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm going to butcher her name again. I'm so sorry. Marine Johannes. What are your impressions of her game? Have you worked with her? She is one of my favorite players, period, to watch in the game right now. I love watching her. Have you worked with her before? Do you know her? What does she need to work on from your perspective? Okay, no, she's way too young that I never played with her or against right, right, her. Right, right, right. But um, I do know her um, because obviously she's a, a player from the national team. And we met each other quite a, a while ago now. I, I can remember probably three or four years ago already. Mm. She was so shy. She was such a little mm. thing like this, you know. <laughs> she, it's so incredible that she's such such a player like this. So different. So yes. unlike any others. You know, she's doing yes. things, especially in the woman game, woman's game, the, which is so spectacular, so different. Yes, yes. She loved, and people say that she's a, 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 a she's the French Curry. She's Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves it. Uh, she okay, and okay. Uh, if you saw me play, I'm completely the opposite. You know, mm -hmm. I never dribble between my legs. I never pass the ball <laughs> behind my back. I don't do anything like this. Very unspectacular at all. <laughs> but I think she's she's got this natural talent, which obviously she works really hard on. Yes. Let's be honest. Okay? Yeah. Now I appreciated more her game because. And I don't think this will surprise you. 
because she stopped to take care of the difference. Yes. Yep. And <laughs> I am sorry. We don't play a game where you come out when you it's offense or defense. You have to do both. Right. And on the top, top level, you have to do offense, defense, rebound, pass the ball. It's really difficult because she, she has a very risky game. Yes. Yes, she does. Which is, which is good if you, 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 your results is positive. You cannot just play risky right. and, uh, you know, shoot three points. You know, you go on fast break, you stop, shoot points, three points. Oh, yeah. If you don't <laughs> score, you know, everybody can do this. So right. you, you, need to, you need to score. If you do it, you need to score. Yeah. Maybe not all the time because, right. okay, we take, we, you take into consideration that our game will be risky. But you still have to, to balance in a positive way. If you pass the ball behind the back or, you know, a pass from, no, from, from another planet, I don't have a problem if the, if the ball gets in the hand. Right. If you put it in the stands, <laughs> then that's... Uh, and this, that she makes the show, I think she doesn't make the show for the people. She do it because she loves it. Yes. She and looks- I have no problem with this. And she- I think it's fun and I, I love people like this. The only thing is you have to take care of the ball. Right. The ball is priceless. You just cannot throw it in the stand just because it's fun. It's... I love it. I, I, everyone listening can't see this, but I can. I can see on your face how much taking care of the ball, respecting the game, getting the result. That pass has to land in the hands and has to result in a basket. It's got to be an assist. If you're going to make it beautiful, if you're going to make a beautiful play, that's no problem. You just got to get it in the hands so the person can score. I can see that written all over your face. How serious you take the game. Even to this day, I really appreciate it. Marine just has that aesthetically gorgeous game. And I love it. And I feel like she needs the room to cook. She needs the room to really play. I sort of liken her to Jason Williams. Do you know Jason Williams? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Jason, to, to me, he had a game that just like the highlights from Jason Williams, the highlights from Marine Johannes, they will advance the game. They'll push the women's game forward. And I feel like she needs the room and a team and a coach that will let her play, make a few mistakes because the – she does. She comes off to me like an artist. She does these amazing things. They look fantastic. And I feel like she does it, as you pointed out, because she's feeling it. She's an artist. She appreciates the aesthetics of the game. And I just love watching her play. I think she's just fantastic. What, 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 where she improved a lot, I think, is, uh, is the strengths in, in, um, in her head. You know, I saw a few times years ago when she she would lose the ball or she the action would not end up the way she wanted, mm. and then she stopped. She's frustrated. Right. I'm like, no, buddy, you gotta run back. You know, <laughs> you make a mistake, you run back. Right. You're the first. You know, you're the first on nine going. You know, try to get the ball again. Right. And and that's where I think she really improved. Um, yeah, you're right. She's an artist. But efficiency is something you need at the highest level. Right, right. She's amazing to watch. She's a first of all, I think she's a beautiful girl. Mm. That helps a lot. Very elegant. And obviously she's doing things that you don't see quite often. So yeah. Have you have great. you seen that clip of her shoot that one handed running, yeah. one footed three pointer? But we, we have been seeing a lot of that. You know, it's something it's that she does, a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, here's my last question to you. We talked about Marine Johannes. We talked about her taking care of the ball. We talked about her making a flashy play, but making sure that there's a result. 
We talked about you playing like John Stockton, being efficient. <laughs> we talked about you not loving the sort of the celebration, the hot dog, the sort of the flashy play from Vince Carter afterwards in the, in the celebration. What are your thoughts on Jan Bonato throwing that behind-the-back pass? Jan Bonato is the player who throws the behind-the-back pass that Vince is able to steal, maybe because Jan threw the behind-the-back pass. What are your thoughts of that play and that turnover? You know, a, bat, a back pass yeah. is amazing. Huh? I, I just watched the, the, the French women's game in, in, the, in the World Championship uh, in Australia, and the, the, the young point guard of the women's team is uh, Marine Foutou. Um, she, she did an, a back pass mm. that, that clearly open was the best assist I've ever seen. <laughs> a back pass is amazing. Yeah. So I think if you can do it, you do it. Okay, yeah. I was not able to do it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it's not good. I think right. it's, it's even better. And, and she did it because that's the only thing she was able to do there. She was right. blocked and, and she couldn't pass where she was supposed to pass. And, and she uses a back pass to end up giving right. an assist. Right. She had to. Okay. Now the question is, what's the best? <laughs> to score the basket or to do the pass? Right. You know, it's the same thing we, we, have, we have a saying in French say, when you eat this pasta, when, when you do the, the crust of, uh, you have a, um, a cheesy crust on top of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you eat the pasta first or you eat the cheese? It's the same thing. <laughs> do you like to pass? Do you want to be the passer or you want to be the one to score? Right. I don't think I need to give you the answer, right? <laughs> I grew up there. I grew up with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Oh, my yeah, Magic. So he, they, I'm the same way. I love, to me, the idea that you can, on a basketball court, that you can be the person that makes the other person look good yeah. is so special. I, I loved one, one other guy that was my second jersey was Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. You know, amazing education. But I really respect people like Scotty Pippen. Yes. Oh, because if Michael was Michael, that's also because he had a Scotty Pippen next that's to exactly him. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and that's, how about there's a guy that would do anything on the court. And the best defender, the, personally, for my money, the best defender I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, it's a team sport. Very much so. And for me, it's life. That's the same thing in life. You know, that's why I'm trying to convince uh, companies that if you take somebody who has been playing in, in a team sport, mm -hmm. you develop some some really um, uh, capacity, good capacity, capacity for to work in a company. Right. You know how to deal with people. You know how to help the other. You need. You know how to fit the spot that need to be uh, fitted. That's right. Fill a role. Yannick, uh, um, this was lovely i really appreciated you coming on and sharing your memories and your thoughts and your opinions and your perspective thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate it you're welcome no, thanks to this french guy who saw his sword and say <laughs> saved my uh, reputation you know <laughs> no i'm not married to any french player I thought that was so funny. I, you know 22 years ago that was so funny i i really, really first uh neil thank you so much i really enjoy it was it was a lot of fun and, and talking and about about my way of seeing basketball. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, it's pretty different than a lot of people, but that's okay. I, you know, I'm 53 now. I can take care of it. <laughs> that's it. That's the show. Thank you for listening to us through the holidays. The show keeps growing. 
thanks to you all again for your hand in that. Help us by rating and reviewing the show if you would be so kind, or please just consider telling a friend about us. Thanks to Rob, Bob, and Jessica, without whom I could not do this show. Thanks to Rhythm J for the beats and Jorge Naranjo. We'll get back to more important next week and some new inductions. We have some great guests coming this new year. I do hope you'll stay with us. Message me on our social or on email at firstballothof on Instagram, at firstballotpod on Twitter, firstballotpod at gmail.com is the email. I realize it's not optimal that all of those don't match. Thanks again for listening to the show, and please come back next week for more First Ballot.